You've reached Intricity 101. Hi folks, thanks for listening in. This next video is one we created on YouTube two years ago titled ETL versus ELT or Extract, Transform, and Load versus Extract, Load, Transform. And it basically talks about the differences between uh, the process of ELT versus the process of ETL and allows us to compare the two and explain why one can be far more scalable than the other, especially with these new cloud databases. I hope you really enjoy this one. Hi, I'm Jared Hillam. If you've seen my video on ETL, then you're aware of the important role these kinds of integration tools play within an organization. However, in that video, I don't spend a lot of time talking about ELT. So in this video, I'd like to draw a distinction between these two options. ETL stands for Extract, Transform, and Load, whereas ELT stands for Extract, Load, and Transform. The distinction is based on the order of events. In ETL, we apply transformations to the data while it's being moved. Whereas in an ELT scenario, we are transforming the data after it has been moved. Each has its own distinct advantages. ETL has the advantage of landing data in its finished and transformed state, so it can handle near real-time scenarios if the transformation logic isn't too crazy. This is a bit of a balancing act because as the complexity and volume of data increases, the ability of the ETL tool to load the data in a timely fashion is compromised, thus leading us to ELT. ELT has the advantage of leveraging a database to drive transformations. So rather than running the transformations while the data is in flight, we load the data without any transformations. Then, after it has been loaded, we use the target database's horsepower to make changes to the data. This allows us to massively increase the data footprint and transformation capacity. Lately, ELT has been an exciting option because of what is happening with MPP database platforms in the cloud. These new platforms are now allowing for dynamic allocation of compute resources which don't conflict with users' queries or other compute needs. Additionally, these platforms are enabling companies to only pay for the compute resources that they use, essentially allowing companies to be non-committal to any hardware footprint. Now, that's a mouthful of detail, but what it essentially means is that if I use ELT as my primary data transformation method and I use this MPP database in the cloud, the moment the data leaves my source system, it lands into a place with near infinite storage and compute resources. We at Intricity have experienced some amazing results leveraging ELT methods on these platforms. Complex data transformations, which used to take 12 hours to run on in-memory, on-premise hardware, were brought down to 10 minutes when re-architected to use a dynamic cloud MPP architecture. Intricity has a methodology for migrating existing data warehousing solutions over to this highly elastic cloud architecture. I've written a white paper titled The Do No Harm Data Warehouse Migration that describes this methodology at a high level. And if you'd like to review our approach, click on the link in the video description. And of course, you can always reach out to Intricity to talk with a specialist about your existing data warehouse. That's it, folks. Thanks for giving us some of your time. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And if you have some stars to give, give us a solid five, and we'll catch you on the next podcast.